Hello, you're listening to Fertility Friends podcast about fertility charting. In the previous lesson, we talked about how to read an ideal or regular fertility chart. In this lesson, we'll talk about some ways that your chart pattern may vary. We've named and identified the various patterns that appear with some frequency. Don't despair if your chart is not ideal. You'll still be able to benefit from charting your signs, and Fertility Friend will still likely be able to make an accurate interpretation. We'll discuss these patterns so you're not surprised or feel abnormal if you encounter them while charting. It's a bit challenging to describe all the various patterns, so please consider taking a look at the lessons about fertility chart patterns online or on your smartphone so that you can see examples of the various patterns. One of the most frequently appearing chart variations is a chart that shows a slow or sloping temperature rise. In a slow or sloping rise pattern, temperatures may rise in a sloping rise rather than with an abrupt shift. The rise might be gentle and curved, and it might take three to four days to reach the elevated level that clearly shows that ovulation has passed. A slow rise may show a steady shift in small increments of one-tenth of a degree Fahrenheit, maybe over four or five days. Another pattern you might see is what we call a fallback rise pattern. In a fallback rise pattern, the temperature rises significantly and abruptly as you'd expect, but then it drops again immediately before it rises again, and then is sustained throughout the luteal phase. You may not be able to tell whether you're seeing a fallback rise pattern or whether you're seeing one fluke high temperature. Your non-temperature signs, or retrospectively, your luteal phase length, can help you to determine whether or not you have a fallback rise pattern. In a sawtooth rise pattern, the temperatures may rise, fall slightly, then rise again for a few days. The temperature curve literally looks like the teeth on a saw. Again, Non-temperature signs and your luteal phase length can help you to confirm your ovulation date with this pattern. You might also see what we call a staircase rise pattern. In this pattern, the temperature will rise, stay steady, or even slightly decrease, and then rise and stay steady again until reaching the elevated level. This may occur over a period of a few days. Your temperature curve might look like the steps on a staircase. If you have long cycles, your chart may show increased fertility and ovulation later in your cycle. Often charts with long cycles show signs of increased fertility such as fertile cervical fluid more than once before ovulation actually takes place. This may be a usual pattern for you, or you may from time to time have a cycle with later ovulation. Long cycles can be particularly frustrating when you're trying to conceive, because you need to keep on scheduling intercourse until ovulation is confirmed by the sustained thermal shift. It's not unusual to get very impatient or burn out from frequent lovemaking as you wait for the shift. You may, from time to time, also have charts with erratic temperatures. Even if your temperatures are erratic, going up and down throughout your cycle, and not showing a single sustained shift between pre- and post-ovulation phases, they may still indicate ovulation especially if there are other signs that can be correlated. Fertility Friend is usually able to make sense of these charts and offer an interpretation. If your temperatures seem erratic, ensure that you are taking your temperature at the same time each morning, 
before moving around and after a solid block of sleep, and also pay close attention to your other signs. Another pattern may show temperatures that seem out of place. Both in your pre-ovulation phase and your luteal phase, you may have temperatures that just don't seem to fit. This is usually nothing to worry about, since you're looking for trends over time rather than at individual temperatures. Seemingly out-of-place temperatures can be a fluke or can be caused by a number of factors. A few out-of-place temperatures can usually be ignored without impacting the interpretation of your chart, especially if they're not close to ovulation. There's generally no need to discard out-of-place temperatures. Fertility Friends automatic ovulation detector is usually able to detect ovulation based on the pattern of your chart and all signs, even when some data is not perfectly accurate. Some women notice higher temperatures during their period. It's not unusual to have high temperatures during your period, usually due to residual progesterone from your previous cycle. They will usually level off in time to recognize a thermal shift in your current cycle. Likewise, you might see erratic temperatures during your period. It's not unusual to have erratic higher and lower temperatures during your period. Usually they'll level off in time to recognize a thermal shift in your current cycle. Some women have charts that show what we call an ovulation dip, or a dip before the rise. As estrogen increases before ovulation, you might see a slight temperature dip before your temperature rises. If you're lucky enough to get advance warning of ovulation like this over several cycles, this can be a good sign to help you time intercourse very close to ovulation. You may, however, have a dip that is not followed by a sustained rise, and mistakenly assume ovulation is imminent when you see the dip. Keep in mind that an individual dip on its own does not tell you anything about ovulation or your fertility. Make sure to wait for the temperature rise before assuming that ovulation has passed. Another variation you could see is multiple patches of seemingly fertile cervical fluid. In this case, you may see fertile cervical fluid, some days without cervical fluid, and then fertile fluid again. Though you'll only ovulate once, usually just after the last patch of fertile cervical fluid, you need to treat any fertile-like cervical fluid as potentially fertile. This way, you won't miss a chance for conception. If your temperature pattern is very clear and shows that ovulation has passed, you can probably ignore a patch of fertile quality cervical fluid in the luteal phase without hurting your chances of conception. You might see multiple positive OPKs or you might see positive OPKs several days before ovulation. Luteinizing hormone, LH, which is detected by ovulation prediction kits, may be elevated even when you're not immediately approaching ovulation. This can cause you to see multiple positive OPKs. When this happens, you'll probably ovulate just after the last positive OPK, if you continue to use the kit, though this may occur in anovulatory cycles as well. Nonetheless, you should treat any positive OPK reading as meaning that you might be about to ovulate. Some fertility medications may interfere with your OPK results. Check with your doctor and maybe with also the OPK manufacturer if you're taking fertility medications and if you observe unusual OPK results. In a typical fertility pattern, you see fertile cervical fluid before a temperature shift, 
but sometimes you may not get a patch of fertile cervical fluid just before your thermal shift, even though the shift indicates that you ovulated. If this is a frequent pattern for you, you should try to time intercourse as close to ovulation as possible and treat the cervical fluid that you get closest to ovulation as your most fertile cervical fluid. The vertical line indicating your ovulation day appears dotted when there's no fertile cervical fluid noted around ovulation time. This indicates that the ovulation date is not certain and is meant to alert you to keep on the lookout for fertile signs so that you don't miss a chance to conceive. You may also find that sometimes the devices that you can purchase for monitoring your fertility don't agree with your other charting data. In most cases, your temperature data is the best able to pinpoint and confirm ovulation, since it's the only sign that shows you that ovulation has passed. The tests and devices are useful for indicating increased fertility before ovulation. It's possible to ovulate without any commercial device that you may be using showing you signs of increased fertility. So, it's recommended to pay close attention to your other signs and keep on having intercourse until ovulation is confirmed by the thermal shift. Usually cervical fluid dries up immediately after ovulation, but sometimes it's present even after ovulation. This is because the corpus luteum produces some estrogen at this time, and this may cause you to see some cervical fluid. If you have already ovulated and your temperatures are clearly elevated and the elevation is sustained, this does not need to be treated as fertile fluid, and the ovulation date does not need to be put in question. If the thermal shift is not dramatic, however, you may want to consider that you could still be fertile if you observe fertile cervical fluid later in the cycle, just to make sure you don't miss a chance to conceive. The vertical line indicating ovulation is dotted when seemingly fertile cervical fluid is observed at this time. This is meant to alert you to keep observing your signs and to consider yourself as potentially fertile if ovulation has not certainly already passed. Another way your chart may differ from the ideal is that your cervical position or cervical fluid observations may not correlate with your temperature or other data when they're cross-checked. Fertility Friend will offer the most probable assessment of your fertility and ovulation date based on all the data available. Finally, your temperature shift might be ambiguous. In some cases, it will be clear that ovulation occurred, but it won't be possible to pinpoint the date definitively with certainty. In such cases, the temperature may rise very slowly, it might have some dips, or some data might be missing, or the data might be conflicting in such a way that makes it impossible to tell exactly when ovulation happened. Though it's frustrating when you can't pinpoint ovulation with certainty, Keep in mind that the most important thing is not to have a perfect chart, but rather to make sure that you've had intercourse in your fertile window. When you have an ambiguous chart, it's recommended to consider the latest possible ovulation date to help avoid testing too early. Then, if you turn out not to be pregnant that cycle, you can go back and adjust your chart using your luteal phase length as the guide. Your own ovulation pattern may include one or more of the special circumstances that we talked about. There are a variety of normal ovulation patterns, and ovulation can usually be detected on your chart, even when your chart is not ideal. An ambiguous fertility chart can be frustrating, especially when you're trying to conceive. You want to know exactly when ovulation has passed, 
and you want to know the earliest date to take a pregnancy test. Keep in mind that having a beautiful, perfect fertility chart is not the most important thing when you're trying to conceive. Having a clear chart is great, but most importantly, you're trying to maximize your conception odds, and your chart's a tool to help you do so. If you get an ambiguous chart while trying to conceive, maximize your conception chances by continuing to consider that you could be fertile any time that you see fertile signs, or if ovulation is not already clearly passed. In the following podcast, we'll talk about pregnancy patterns and how to identify possible early signs of pregnancy on your chart. Thanks for listening.